Yo, what's up, podcast world? This is your favourite podcaster back again for another edition of The Wandering Posty. I'm recording this intro from the back of my van up the coast. I'm on a three-week road trip. Weather is shining. It's beautiful. Byron Bay is packed out. Every man and his dog's here. It's not even called Byron Bay anymore. It's called North North Bondi. Anyway, let's get straight into it. This week's podcast is about... It's with a hunter. It's about all things hunting. We break down everything you need to know about it, from how you get your license to this guy's first kill. He's a novice hunter, so it's good to get his take on it, on everything about it. And if you've got any questions about it, just reach out. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Anthony. So I'm sitting here on uh, in a garage with Frenchest Forest, probably greatest hunter. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Were we going to say your name? Yeah, Luke. Luke. <laughs> so anyway, we're get, I wanted to do a podcast about hunting and you're the man to talk to about hunting in this area. Yeah, not really. Probably put a <laughs> disclaimer in that, yeah, I'm amateur at best. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so let's just get straight into straight into the hunting. Sure. How did you get into it? Like, uh, did you did, did you did your dad take you hunting when you were younger? Um, not really. He um, he grew up in like rural Victoria, so he used to do a bit of shooting, and so yeah, he grew up you know with a twenty two and that kind of thing. So he had guns when um, I was growing up, um, but. So he took me out shooting once or twice, but never really hunting. I don't think he used to shoot rabbits for for dinner and and um, and do a bit of roost shooting in in his uh, early twenties. But yeah, I think that was about it. So he never really took me hunting as such. But I'd been around guns. But yeah, he got rid of them before I was of of age. Did he hunt rabbits with guns? Yeah, so just shotguns, but they'd eat them. You know. Uh, yeah, I got uh, my mum's partner's dad. Yeah. He still goes rabbiting down yep. in Victoria. Yeah. But he goes with the ferret and yeah, he puts okay, the yeah. ferret down the hole and puts the, the net at one end. And yeah, I've seen that on YouTube. It's a pretty, pretty interesting way of doing it. He goes yeah. out and sometimes he'll come back with nothing. Sometimes he'll come back with 20 rabbits. Yeah, okay. Don't right. know if that's legal. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it is. I've, I've seen it on YouTube, people doing it and on some of the hunting forums, people yeah, talking about you know buying ferrets for, for that purpose. Yeah, well, I mean the bag limit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're a pest, so like you can like, take how many? However yeah, many. like when you're hunting, you're like obligated to to shoot pests you see. Are you? Yeah, it's like part of your responsibility. So, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I, obviously, not very enforced, and you know, if like you're out for a deer or something, you don't want to <laughs> spook everything in the in the you know three kilometer radius just to you know pop a rabbit. A rabbit runs past, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. But um, yeah. So yeah. Well, every time I've gone around this guy's house to eat. It's always rabbit. Yeah, okay. What do you R- think of it? Rabbit ravioli. Rabbit ravioli, yeah. Yeah, okay. or ragu or yeah, rabbit okay. ragu. Do what like do it? I think of it? It's um, an interesting taste that yeah. Uh, the first bite I take of it, I don't like. Mm. But then I know like after four or five mouthfuls, I'll be like, oh, this is delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I had it in a red curry once and that was good. 
yeah, by itself, I think it's a bit, yeah, gamey for lack of a better word. But yes, um, but yeah, in a curry, it was it was good. Yeah, I could imagine that curry taste yeah. of, of being quite good with that flavour. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm. So, so a twenty-two, yeah. small gun, big gun, small gun. So it's um point twenty-two of an inch, I think, is the diameter of the bullet. So yeah, it's super confusing all the calibers and that because some of them are metric, some of them are imperial. Okay. I think I think that's what the twenty two stands for. Point two two of a of an inch. Is that like the smallest rifle you can get? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're just little bullets, about yay big. Um, they're called rim fires, so okay. it's like um, as opposed to center fires. So all your big calibers, your your center fires, but yeah, um, where the the firing pin hits the center on a twenty two, it hits the rim. But it's uh, I don't know what difference that makes, but yeah, they're just little tiny little rounds. Is the velocity? Nah, so I think yeah, about a thousand feet per second for a, a twenty-two, whereas like my bigger calibers are shooting, you know, up around the three thousand feet per second mark. And how much bigger are they? A lot bigger. Like yeah. Do you got twenty-two and then? Oh, so for me, I've I've got a. Is two. it double the size? Oh, yeah, no, like yeah, my my bigger ones are probably like ten times the size. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, the yeah the bullets are, but it's it's more about so you got the bullet. And the bullet size and bullet weight, and then like how much powder and how big the cartridge is behind it. Okay. Yeah. So. So twenty-two is is basically the smallest you can get. Is a quarter of an inch in length. No, no, that's a diameter. Diameter. Yeah, yeah. And so then how long will they be? Uh, so they're about I don't know what's that about fifteen mil or something long. But um, but yeah, my biggest cartridge is probably about that. So what's that? About ten centimeters. Yeah, ten centimeters long maybe. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot lot of difference in powder. And yeah, bullets size. I think I've shot a twenty-two. No, I know yeah. I have actually. Yeah. Down in um, down near Tumbarumba. Oh yeah, good good deer hunt down that way. Is it? Yeah. Down near the snowies. Yeah. Uh, near Wagga. So you drive down the Hume and then you turn right to go to Wagga. Yeah. And you would turn left to go Tumbarumba. Yeah. So it would be on the other side of the snowies. Yeah. 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 That's that's on your way to like um, Marigal State Forest. And that heaps of deer around there. Is there? Yeah. The colder the colder areas is more deer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so you can't remember. So do you remember going out with your dad? When yeah, you yeah, out? I remember because yeah, twenty two was nothing. He gave me go of his shotgun and he, I can't. I must have been. I was single digits for sure. But uh, he had me padded up with the towels on my shoulder and it yeah it knocked me on my ass still. Did it? Yeah. How old were you though? I, I can't remember. I must have been like seven or eight or something maybe. Okay. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so he never took me. Yeah, we never went hunting as such. I think maybe uh, he helped me make bows and arrows and spears and that kind of thing. And I remember camping one time and and uh, there were some pig tracks around, and he was worried. And he was like, "Yeah, we'll go out, you know, looking for some pigs." And then yeah, revealed to me years later that he was actually worried that we might find some. Some walk up like yeah, probably ten years old, walk around with this spear I made, you know, looking for pigs. But <laughs> those yeah. pig hunters are crazy, eh? Yeah, well, the pigs are pretty pretty gnarly animals they can um they can turn on you pretty quick and there yeah. was a kiwi guy I was snowboarding with in france yeah he told me he was a pig hunter yeah, like with dogs and i said to him with a gun he goes, no yeah. with a knife goes, what and he goes yeah we just take dogs and i just jump yeah. on it and yeah it sounds pretty brutal and um this guy used to work with at north ride and he uh he would get into he was would do pig dogging and um yeah he showed me 
videos. He was just like, yep. So he's just, his dog's gone out, like cornered this pig, like one's latched onto its face, like ripping half its face off and the pig's squealing and trying to get away. And, and yeah, the, the dogs wear like armor and stuff because um, they get pretty, pretty messed up. But uh, yeah, I'm like, and then what do you do? He's like, yep, yeah, go up, grab it by its back legs, roll it over and stab it in the heart. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, that's yeah, a bit brutal for me. I don't know if I could handle doing that. And he had done it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He showed me a video of this of of him walking up and there's this you know shit scared pig with two dogs hanging off it and you know ripping its face off. Mate, I think I'd be scared more scared than the pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and rightly so because they've like messed people up pretty bad in that. So. Did he ever come any close calls of getting messed up? I don't think so. No, no. But I don't, I don't well. know how often he did it. But yeah, um, yeah. And and one of the I was talking about Renella in New Zealand before we started. Yeah, yeah. yeah he goes out with um some guy hunting. And, and um, pigs in New Zealand with the dogs. And yeah, he does it. And even he's a bit like confronted. And at the end, he's like sitting down eating the pork with, uh, with the guy's family and that. And he's like, yeah, like, um, it's like, yeah, it's a massive contrast, obviously. Like this sweet family meal. And, you know, like hours earlier, I'm stabbing some pig in the heart, you know. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, not, yeah, but it's, um, they're really successful because, um, you know, dogs, pigs are pretty hard to find in the state forest. But, um, but yeah, you send the dogs in; they're pretty good at finding them. Are they not a pest? Pigs? Yeah, yeah, massive pest. Are they, and yeah. what are the what's the population like in Australia with them? Uh, oh, I'm not too sure. Like you got the Northern Territory and that; they're everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not 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 many, not enough around for me to find them when I'm hunting. But uh, okay. you see evidence of them everywhere because they'll dig up the ground and whatnot, looking for roots and that. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, are they more yeah. active in the night? Yeah, I think so. They can be nocturnal if they need to be. Okay, yeah, but um, they're, the same, yeah. they're from the same family as domesticated pig. If you put a domesticated pig in the wild, yeah, they they go from pink and whatnot to being brown and hairy and growing tusks. That's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I was pretty spun out the first time I heard that. Yeah, as well, but and then have you tasted wild pig, wild boar? I don't think so. No, I wonder no. what the taste yeah. the taste is compared to. Yeah, I think it depends what they've been eating, and that's why you got to be a bit careful about eating them. Like some guys won't eat them. Um, uh, but so diseases well just I think it's yeah so if they've been eating like animals because they'll eat you know like fucking um, you know lambs out of the you know fresh lambs and that kind of thing okay. like if they, if they can so yeah they'll eat what you know anything okay um, so if they've been eating meat I think they're a bit iffy but yeah if you get that ones in the forest been eating roots and whatever they can find they're, well, they're pretty safe eating I'll see snatch yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was, I was about to say something along those lines, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, that's why people use them for that purpose because they'll just eat through anything. So, but so I think yeah, you can open them up and check their guts if you see fur in there. Yeah, give them a, a bit of a, a wide berth. Yeah, and there's all kinds. I think yeah, you can yeah looking at their organs and that you can tell if they're diseased, but it's a bit beyond my knowledge. When you open an animal up, I mean, we should get this, this down the line. But while we're here, yeah. uh can you see disease and stuff in in there, or Apparently, can you see worms yeah. and? Yeah, so I've I don't know. I've only seen photos. I've only ever opened up a few animals in my life, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, the, uh, worms. I think you can see like you know in the in the stomach maybe, but um, yep. most people say look for like a, a the liver. So if the liver or other organs are spotty, it's um yeah probably not too good to eat. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like on the Facebook groups and that people take photos of, hey, I found this and the animal, do you reckon it's safe? And people are like, yeah, yeah, it's this, 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 or yeah, it's fine, or no, don't go there, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So when you were younger, did you fish then? Mm -mm. 
No, I'm an old man hated fishing, so it never took me fishing. So it's like I really want to get into fishing as well. I've got a fishing rod I've never used. Have you? Yeah. So well, let's take my boat out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah let's take yeah. it out. Because um, when I was younger, I fished yeah. a lot. Like Dad took us fishing, like you know, okay, a lot, a few times a year. Yeah, we go out fishing, and I loved prawning as well. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I thought maybe you went fishing and that's where the connection come from later. Yeah, no, now it's the other way around. I sort of got into hunting at a, at a later years and now I'd like to get into fishing as well. I, I did a bit of fishing, you know, with mates here and there. I think my old man took me once. Okay. But, um, yeah. The feeling when you get that line, like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, and I just like the idea of, you know, catching my own food and, and all that kind of stuff, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, so, ha- so if you didn't go when you were younger that much... Yeah. Uh, so how, what, why did you, why did you decide to get into it? I think it was through Jimmy. So we started <laughs> hanging out with Jimmy from work, and yeah, uh, yeah he, um, yeah, he he had some guns and would do a bit of hunting. He was like, yeah, I'll take your boys out if you want, and and uh, just yeah, the guys of I was living with at the time, uh, we all decided to get into it. Oh, you and, all uh, decided at once? Yeah, so we pretty much all got our license at once. Um, so me and two other mates, and um, so that's your gun license. Yep, gun license and hunting license. How long, how long did it take you to get your gun license? What's the process? Uh, I can't remember. You just got to um, so you got to do a safety course, um, which for us was just in the back of some mechanic shop down in Brookie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that guy's lost his license three times. <laughs> I think because of because of one of Jim's mates that shot himself, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, yeah, it's. Uh, and also, like some, some of the some of the real gun nuts are like, oh, laws are too strict in Australia. I'm like, actually, it's not. Like, you know, I, you know, I would, I would even be in favour of um, tougher laws, but uh, yeah. So just yeah, but it was good. It was like the guy knew what he was doing. And so this is just a guy, a mechanic who had the qualification. Yep. And uh, so yeah, just went down to his thing, closed up his mechanic workshop in the afternoon, and so just ran us through a bit of basic gun safety. So he had a 22 in the boot of his car, and yeah, just like yeah, this is how you load a magazine and. You know the safety and using the bolt and, and that kind of thing and so it's more like an information afternoon rather than a, a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Then, um, yeah, and then there's a test at the end. Um, yes, like a multiple choice test, I think. Okay. And uh, yeah, you had to pass that, and then he sends that off, and yeah, you get your or he signs it off, and you send it off with your your money and wait a few weeks or a few months or something, and yeah, it comes back good. And then is, and is that your gun license done? Yep. Yeah, and so then you do a police check or anything. Uh, yes, that includes the. Yeah, so you send it off to the cops, and they do all the the requisite checks. And so it's not that hard. No, it's it's not, not at all. Oh, I thought it was a lot more in depth than that. No, and that's why I was quite surprised. And then, and then I think it's another. So then, uh, to get a gun, you have to put in a permit to acquire a PTA, and that's a form. You send that off, and your first one of those takes a couple of months again, I think. So. Um, okay. Sorry, was that to get a gun? You could to get a gun, yeah. Okay. And so for every gun you buy, you've got to put in a permit to acquire. And um, yeah, so what, what you want to buy, what category and all this kind of stuff. Oh, sorry. It's, it's actually, yeah. Sorry, there's another step I'm missing. And um, so you need a genuine reason to have a gun license, what they call a genuine reason. So you either got to be part of a club, uh, you know, a target or hunting club. Yep. Um, or, you know, you need a, a, someone, a friend that's got a property that will give you permission to shoot on the property kind of thing like okay and, I, and so I, that's what i had i had someone give me a letter saying hey yep i need this guy to to shoot animals on my property oh and how'd yeah. you find that guy uh work oh okay yeah yeah okay yeah i'll tell you who after <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah uh so yeah so he was super nice and he actually took me out to buy my first gun and stuff 
Oh, okay, I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, probably do. Yeah. Um, and then at, when you're buying that first gun, when you get the permit to acquire, yep. do you have to tell them, okay, it's going to be this brand, this size caliber? No, I think you just had to put in what category you want. So like uh, your rim fires, so your small guns like your 22 or um, your, so your category A, I think, or um, or category B, which is your center fires and shotguns, I think. Okay. Um, but then there's like category C, which is semi-automatics and I think D, fully automatics maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, but you can only get those if you're a you know primary producer or you know you've got a property that you need you know to cull stuff. Okay. I think. So you, yeah. you get your gun license, and then do you need a hunting license after that? Yeah, yep. So if you want to, yep, get a hunting license, it's called a sort of restricted hunting license, so an R license, um, okay. and that's uh, basically just like you go and do a course. I did it up at um, the Manly Ringer Field Archers up at Terry Hills. Yep. I know. Yep. So yep. I run up there. So it's just course, and then an open book test. And um, so it's pretty, you know, pretty easy. But yeah, and so it's all like into you know recommended calibers for the game you're you're on and how to cross a fence with a firearm and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So yeah, it's um pretty full on. And then they got four categories you can do. So you got um so dogs is one, um, firearms, uh, black powders, and so like uh, like muzzle loaded guns like muskets and things okay, like that. Yeah. So there's people out there to hunt with those. And um, I can't remember the other one. Might be uh, archery. Yeah, your bow hunting. Okay. Yeah, bow hunting license. Yeah. So do you need a different license if you have a gun license? You need a different one if you want to be that dude with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. So you just we well, just um you need a restricted hunting license to hunt in state forests. Um, private land, I don't think you do. Um, I think you just need a gun license, but to hunt in the state forest, you need a restricted hunting license. Um, and then there's just the different categories on that license. So I've, so I've got all those four categories. Okay. I was like, I may as well do them, even though I'm never going to go out with a musket. And yeah, after yep. seeing the dog stuff, I'd probably never go out with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd like to get into bow hunting a bit more. Yeah. Okay. So I did them all. And yeah, and then, and then bow hunting, the specific questions that relate to, you know, bow hunting. So then as soon as you got those two licenses. Yep. Good to go. That's it. You're good to go. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like <laughs> it's not much there before you go and kill animals. No, and yeah, and uh, yeah. Also, so the the, the R license course and the test is a bit, a bit about the ethics of killing okay. animals and that kind of thing. So, um, I'm pretty sure they go through where to aim and you know having the right size caliber and you know what shots to take, what not, what shots not to take. You know, okay. that kind of thing. So yeah, so there's a bit about the the ethics of it. But yeah, it's like that's when people complain it's too strict. Yeah, I really, I yeah, I would not agree with them at all. Yeah, there must be if it's, if it, I mean if it's just those those things, there must be some bloody cowboys out there. Yeah, and there are like yeah for sure, and 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 it's good. Like I see them on the forums that that you know the those cowboys like people get angry at them. They're like, hey, you're giving us all a bad name, kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but everyone I've come across being pretty civil. Um, last time I was out, this guy's just driving around everywhere at, at you know before sunrise and that, which yeah didn't really appreciate. Sort of lazy hunters, yeah, I think, and expect to see shit driving around and it hanging around long enough for you to get out and shoot it. I don't know what. Are there a lot of those in Australia? Um, yeah, I think yeah, there's a few around. Like 
and that's the other real on forums. People are like, oh, I was out in this forest, I didn't see anything, and you know, I drove around for hours, I didn't see anything. It's like when people are like, yeah, duh, like you know, there's yeah, it's you know, you yeah, music out. pumping and yeah, big, yeah. big diesel engine, <laughs> yeah, 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 but um, so yeah, and I've seen people in the forest like driving around, get out and sit in the field and not notice that we were camped 100 meters up the road, you know, like okay, it's like how do you expect to see anything? It's, yeah, yeah, and then they drive away and then see us and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> So you got your you got your licenses. Yep. Next thing is go buy your gun. Yep. So yeah, went out and bought a gun. Oh, I think I went out with um with this gym bloke. Um, yeah, and he let us use some of his. But we we're pretty much just wandering around, you know, with guns, yeah, hoping to see things. I think we saw a fox and yeah, had a shot at a rabbit. I missed, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty amateurish and okay. Yeah, but he, he was he was kind of yeah relaxed. So he just like didn't tell us what we should do. Kind of point out a few things here and there, but uh, yeah, yeah, if we saw like some rubbings or something, we're like oh, that might be pigs, you know, being here kind of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, he pretty, like probably could have used a bit more uh, <laughs> guidance <laughs> rather than just wandering around <laughs> in, in the bush and, and whatnot. So yeah. <laughs> It was nice of him to take you out nonetheless. Yeah, 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 and let us use his guns. And so, yeah, so he took us out a couple of times and then, yeah, got a, yeah, a bit more into it and yep. a bit more, uh, yeah, started seeing a bit more and that kind of thing. So then you went to the gun shop, yep. bought a gun. What do, you, what do you pay for a gun? Um, so my first gun, I think I, uh, the gun would have been about a grand and then a couple hundred bucks for a scope. But they okay. say you should spend more on your scope than on your gun. Because you know it's more important to like most guns these days are pretty good shooters and okay whatnot. But yeah, so you want to be able to see your game. So yeah, good scope is is worth worth it. So the second one I bought, yeah, I think I spent about twelve hundred on the gun or something, and fifteen hundred on the scope. Okay, can yeah. you use that scope on other guns? Yeah, but once you take it off, like then you need to sight it in so to to make sure it's shooting where you want it to go. Um, okay, and how do you do that? Uh, so you pretty much just. So you can kind of like do a basic um, lining up of it by you know looking down the bore or getting like a they call a bore sight to get it sort of you know roughly on the mark. Okay. You can do it pretty much by looking at it and, and aiming it, um, uh, and then yeah, you just shoot something really close um, and see where it goes compared to where you're pointing, and then just kind of move it back, and then it's got some little um, turrets so you can sort of dial it up or down until you move it in like you know quarter inch clicks at a at 100 meters okay it's your standard increment so yeah you just kind of dial it into where you want to go okay from there okay but yeah. so do you you generally use that sight on that gun yeah yeah just yeah i leave them on there yeah do you just have one go-to gun now um no i still so i've got three so i've got a 22 which is just pretty much for rabbits and and you know you do a fox if you wanted to yeah. um and I've got my first gun I bought, which was kind of a bit of an in-between caliber, called it like a two four three. Um, and so that's uh, people say, yeah, too too big for small game, too small for big game. Okay. Yeah. And so then when because um, I just thought you know we go out and see pigs and goats and yeah. and that kind of thing, and that's perfect caliber for that kind of stuff. But went out and started seeing deer, so I was like, yeah. So it won't take down a deer. Oh, a two or three take down a small deer. Yeah. Okay. So with, with good shot placement and, and that kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably enough, but yeah, I don't know. It's, obviously, it's always fun buying a gun. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, so I went out and bought, yeah, something a bit bigger and yeah. And, and so what's your biggest? It's called, it's called a 306. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a 30 caliber. So, so like a common cartridge in Australia is a 308. Okay. Uh, so it's a yeah, probably pretty average big game. So that's a, you know, 0.3 of an inch. Thick the bullet, okay, but it like weights of about um, you know, probably standards 150 grain, 
okay. um, which is, yeah, I can't remember how much a grain is, but that's like, yeah, they talk about bullet weights in terms of grain. So, so my 22 shoots like 40 grain bullets, but with not much powder. 243 shoots like about 90 grain bullets. And my 306 shoots, yeah, like 150 grain bullets standard. But okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's a, that's a pretty big caliber. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, but yeah, that's, it's more than enough for anything in Australia, pretty much. And generally, how many bullets would you take with you? Um, when I'm out hunting, I probably, yeah, I'll have like, um, so I'll have, yeah, one, like four in the gun. So it's got a magazine, holds four. And that'll probably just take, you know, five spares or something. But yeah, it's, uh, you generally, um, you know, if you if you get through four bullets, like I have <laughs> before, <laughs> it's, uh, you're either, yeah, not doing it right and, or, you, you know, you've scared everything else away. So, yeah, there's not generally not much point carrying around too much more than that, but unless you're going to be shooting, you know, you're culling, you know, stuff. Or, sure. Yeah. Sure. And do you make the bullets or do you buy them? or No, nah, I just buy them. Yeah, you can reload. Yeah, so you buy the bullets and then load it with the powders and, and you can get better accuracy that way because you can tailor your loads to like how much powder. But, yeah, I just buy, buy factory ammunition. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time to get into that. How much will a bullet put you back? Um, so, yeah, so if you're shooting 22, they're probably like, I don't know, they'll pay like... 13, bo- 13 bucks for a box of 50 or something. But oh, that's cheap. See, they're cheap, yeah. But um, the, yeah, 243, I'm probably yeah, anywhere from buck and the 30 S6, anywhere from like a buck 50 to three bucks for a bullet for, for nice ones. So, well, what makes a nice one? Uh, it's a, more accurate for me. So, like, so different guns will like um, different bullets better. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, my, my 30 S6 likes the expensive stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so they're just, yeah. Um, yeah, well, then, yeah, so better bullets are for hunting. So there's, you've got match bullets, which are designed to be accurate, but not that good for killing things. But, oh, okay. Yeah, but then you've got okay. hunting rounds that are designed to sort of to, to mushroom or, you know, sort of spread apart, but not break apart on impact. So as they move through the animal, they do sort of maximum damage and, and deliver a more um, efficient and quicker kill. So when a bullet goes into an animal. Yeah, it, it, it's, it hits the surface and expands. Does it? Yeah. Does it break up into little pieces? No, it's not supposed to. Like the idea is to 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 stay together and just you know cause damage. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's um. But my mate sent me a study and was um looking at um how much lead gets dispersed throughout the animal, like when you shoot something. Yeah. And it's a bit scary actually. Yeah. So you do get bullet fragments going up, and so you probably end up eating a bit of it. And that's what the study was talking about, like um the safety of eating game meat that's been shot with lead bullets. Okay. Um, so yeah, and it was and it's kind of um, yeah, I don't know. X-ray dead animals have been shot, and like yeah, there is quite a bit of spread of lead throughout the throughout the animal. Is that right? Yeah, but um, but generally yeah, it, it'll stay together and just kind of yeah, either you know come to a stop within the animal or come out the other side. But, we, yeah. When you say it will spread through the animal, are we talking like you find lead in the backstrap? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, really. Yeah, so like yeah, just like minute particles that you wouldn't probably pick up. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and then, um, and there's different. I remember reading an argument about how, you know, bad it was for you. I think your body pretty much just passes it through you, but, yeah, but obviously, you know, there's risk of lead poisoning and that kind of thing. So, we live in cities with that much smog. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, so a lot of people, um, so there's copper bullets coming out now. So, like copper bullets, um, so solid copper bullets, which, yeah, should be, um, I suppose, Could, be a bit safer. And more expensive, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Coppers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, people go around. You know, you cancel cleanups, ripping the, the copper wiring out of fridges. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 
yeah, a bit of money in there. So yeah, I've never tried any of that, but yeah, yeah, but basically, yeah. So you go out and buy like you know three or four boxes of ammunition, and see which one the rifle likes the the best, and there's generally no rhyme or reason to it. But okay, yeah. So your rifle, like I, I could go out and buy the same brand, mm. and it might like different bullets. Um, yeah, most brands are probably like the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but possibly, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, did you did you go to a rifle range? Do you go to a rifle range? Yep. yep. How so, often? Uh, uh, not very often because they're all so far away. Silverdale. Um, yeah, Silverdale's the best. So, yeah, because that's outdoors and it's got um, you know, fifty, one hundred, two hundred. Okay. Um, sort of ranges. So yeah, that's pretty cool. There's another one at St Mary's, but that's indoor and only fifty meters. Okay. So yeah, it's uh. You know, if, yeah, if you can't hit someone at 50 meters, you're not off a bench, you're not doing too good. But when you first got the gun, yeah, did you go to the rifle range quite a bit to, um, to just get your head around everything? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd, we'd go out a bit and um, some mates and that's so I probably go a couple times a year now. Okay. Um, and, and that's and I've got like certain minimum requirements some requirements I've got to meet to um, be part of uh, so to have your license you've got to be part of a hunting organization um, uh, and then you've got to meet a certain number of attendances to maintain that to maintain that membership okay yeah so I think it's like um, I, I'm down I've only got to go twice a year because I took target so to be hunt to have hunting on your license you've got to go twice a year uh, to to have um, Target hunt, oh, sorry, target shooting is your genuine reason. You need to, yeah, go four times a year. Well, that's what it was for my particular club. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I've, I've only got to go two times a year now. So you are a member of a club? Yep. Yeah. Do you have to go to the meetings? No, no, no. no. You just you just have to meet those uh, minimum attendances. Okay. Yeah, which for me is just twice a year now. Okay. So, yeah, because I took target off. And then and then, how long do you spend out there? Um, I spend a couple of hours. So, yeah, because... Um, uh, yeah, the guns heat up, so yeah, you don't want to get them let let them get too hot. So yeah, so you shoot like five, ten. Yeah, so like three. Yeah, I think whatever magazines hold. So generally, I'll do yeah four shots, let it cool, and or you know shoot another rifle. I'll take the twenty two out. That doesn't get too hot because they're just light bullets and okay, and they're cheap and that sort of thing. So and you just hire the place out for an hour or something, or yeah, what? so you hire out a lane, or you just you just rock up. Well, I think now with um you know coronavirus, you got a book. Okay. But, um, but yeah, no, you just rock up and like, yeah, give me a lane, and they got yeah thirty odd lanes out at Silverdale. Oh, do they? Yeah, and that. So I've been past it. Never knew it was that big. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. So um, yeah, so just yeah, you're all lined up and just yeah shooting. So you have some guy next to you <laughs> shooting. <laughs> like it's kind of a bit put off putting because you know you're trying to like you know concentrate and you know work on your breathing and that kind of thing. And it's like bang, you know, right next to you. But so yeah. when you went on your first hunt, like by yourself, how um, did you know where? To, how did you know where to go? Yeah, so well, the f- first um, it was a while before I went out by myself, but um, so uh, we just go to the state forest. Um, and so what you can do is, on like um, so the the it's all looked after by the Department of Primary Industries, so it's a branch of the it's a government branch, and um, so they've got a list of the forests on their website um, where you can hunt, what what kind of hunting you can do there, like some you can do like nighttime pig hunting, uh, that kind of thing. Um, but they've also got what they call the harvest return. So when hunters, if they harvest an animal, they go on and report what they've harvested in that forest. And then um, you can look up and see what, what's been harvested in what forest. Uh, you got to take with a grain of salt. It's like fishing spots. No one wants to give up their, their good fishing spots and that kind of thing. So I think there's a lot of well, a bit of false reporting or people not reporting. But you can generally get a, an idea of what game is in what forest by looking at that. So, 
yeah, we just went out to one which was close to Sydney and uh, looked like it had the most variety of game, and uh, which I'm sure is what everyone does in Sydney <laughs> when they first get into hunting. And um, yeah, went out there. But How long did that take you to get to? Uh, th- th- probably about close to one's probably about three hours away. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, and there is game in them, and I've you know I know people that have you know taken animals in them. So yeah, and I've seen game and whatnot, but um. But yeah, and then just you know through talking to people, you know as much as you can, you try and find out you know sort of what the most prolific forests are and yeah and that sort of thing. But yeah, so you, the further you get away from Sydney, you get uh, yeah a bit more chance of success. Yeah, okay. Yeah, less people around, so you know the animals. You know, once they get a lot of pressure from from um, a lot of people, you know, uh, you know deer can turn nocturnal or you know they get pretty wily and pushed into areas that are pretty hard to get to and. Okay. And, and that sort of thing. So the yeah. first time, so I just want to get a, yeah. a, a picture of what it was like the first time. So you drive out to this national forest three hours away. Yep. Was it was it just you? No, no, so I was with um, a couple of mates. Not Jimmy yeah. this time? Yeah, yeah. Jim, oh, oh, the f- so the first time I ever went hunting was with Jimmy and another mate. Yeah, but the first time you had a gun yourself. Uh, I, th- I think we went to the same forest with Jimmy and the same mate again, I think. Yeah. Oh, so you went with Jimmy a few times? Yeah, 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 a couple uh, of times, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, is your heart pounding when you get out there? Yeah, and um, you park the car. Yeah, park the car. So we'd camp, have a spot, and then um, full drive in. Yeah, for most of you get a two wheel drive into most of them, um, to you know to most of the basic areas. Okay. But, um, yeah, so we had a camp spot that the first time we picked out, we just camped the first first place we found because it was pissing down rain and freezing cold. But um, so we went and just kept went back to the same spot. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, you just try and get there before dark and find a good camp spot. Okay. And then, yeah, pretty much just when we first started, just like, okay, let's wander off this way. Yeah. So is that what it's like, is it? Yeah, yeah. And like, but yeah. It's, Got it's, a backpack on? Yeah. So I, I had a yeah, little backpack and I carry a few more things in the backpack now because I go a bit further afoot or I'd go off by myself kind of thing. So I take enough stuff if I get stuck out in the bush overnight. Um, I won't freeze and yeah, I'll be all right. Okay. Um, or you know, if I you know, take a little first aid kit, snake bite kit, things like that. So okay, and you know enough water for to get me by, and yeah, that sort of thing. So yeah, so I do carry a backpack with a few little things, and okay, yeah, and so yeah, you know, wet weather gear and things like that. So you don't have a tent in there? No, no, no. So you so. you set up a camp? Yep, set up a then camp. Then you walk. You walk. Yep. How many hours will you walk? Uh, it depends. Like I've done some big treks, um, but yeah, but you, you try generally try and get away a bit from camp because you know. Um, yeah, and, and so what I do now is if it's a new area that I don't know um, or a- any time I go to a new area, I'll jump on Google Earth mm-hmm. and um, and try and scout a good camping spot and um, and some good hunting spots like from Google Earth that I think would, you know, where the animals will be kind of thing. Do, do you carry a GPS or a some EPIRB? Or? Oh, so you, well, um, legally you need to carry some sort of GPS. Um, so, so the DPI provides um, maps. Of like a state forest, and I'll tell you where and where you, where and where you can and where you can't hunt within the forest. Um, and so you need to be able to prove to them. Um, generally, on a GPS device, uh, your phone counts um, that you're within the boundaries of. Um, so if you if you were a compliance officer to be out there, hey, do you know where you are? Show me where on a map. Make sure you're not in a, an illegal area. Is that quite easy to indicate or not? Yeah, yeah. So you just get a, there's an app on your phone called Avenza, and then you download the maps from the DPI, and uh, you go out there and just yep tells you where you are. So it's pretty straightforward. Okay. So yeah. 
So when you're hunting an animal, yep. will you look at that map before culling it? Um, no, I generally like they're big areas, and yes, I I I, I, I probably wouldn't I wouldn't go anywhere where it's out of bounds. Okay, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and I have I've gotten to boundaries. I'm like, oh, can I be here? Kind of thing, but. And when yeah. you get to those boundaries, is there a fence there or anything? Uh, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Yeah, so, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Um, it is quite easy sometimes to wander, wander over. Yeah, yeah, you could. But yeah, I'd, I'd say most times there's a fence. But um, but yeah, generally, um, yeah, you know, you're in the middle of a forest or okay. it's, um, yeah, or you, you know, the, the boundary would be a land, you know, like a river or something like that. So it's, it's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're out there by yourself. Yeah. Heart's pumping. <laughs> Yeah, well, You're generally, hours. generally I'm just like, we used to call it bushwalking with guns because yeah. you're just kind of like <laughs> out there walking. So it's just quite pleasant. And um, Yeah, absolutely. And, that's, and I love being out in the bush by myself. Um, just, uh, yeah, so get, I'm generally up before sunrise. And so, yeah, it'd be cold, you know, like, yeah, being out minus two, minus three. Kind wow. of so, yeah, kind of, uh, it's just nice and misty and wandering through the bush. And then, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a triggers some kind of primitive, you know, instinct in you. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, um, fucking the end of them. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it is, man. It's um, you know, we're still running the ha- same hardware from hunter gatherer days. It's only you know. The, you got a gun, not a spear. Yeah, well, yeah. It's um, yeah, just in technology's improved, but yeah. So, you see a deer. Yeah. What do you do? Well, it's uh, yeah. Hopefully, ideally, it, it hasn't seen you, and and uh, you know, if it's uh, within a, a range that you're comfortable shooting, and what's that range? Uh so for me, probably 100, 200 meters. Yeah, I'd probably 200 meters. I probably wouldn't take a shot past, but okay. you're in thick bush, so you're probably not going to see anything, like unless it's a big, wide clearing. Because where I hunt is or forest, forested areas. Okay. So if you're out on private property, sure, and you have got some fields and that kind of thing but okay yeah i probably wouldn't back myself past 200 meters okay yeah and so I, i've you, only ever shot one deer <laughs> so yeah which is that one Fridges up on the wall. greatest <laughs> like i said Fridges Forest's no, gra- uh, greatest hunter <laughs> uh, well, i know of at least one that's better than me <laughs> <laughs> who declined your invitation today <laughs> Yeah, you kept on saying, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And then he tells you, not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think even he described himself as an amateur. So yeah. you kneel down? Uh, no, so I've, I've got a bipod on my on my gun, which is, um, uh, so it's like a two, you know, like a, yeah, like a tripod yep. with two legs, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, ideally, um, so you want to take the most, um, you know, steady shot. So yeah, so for me, lying down with the bipod out, it's pretty steady. Yep. Um, standing's probably the worst. You know, just standing freehand. Um, you can do that. You can use a tree as a rest. So you put your hand on a tree and kind of use that as a rest to steady yourself a bit more. Yep. Um, and that's the problem with the range is is because it's all bench rest. You're shooting off a bench, which is super easy. Yeah. And I haven't had much practice like shooting freehand. So okay. yeah. So I've been on goats before, very close and not being conf- confident taking the shot just because uh, and let him go. Okay. Because I wasn't, didn't back myself in a freehand shot because I've just never really done it that much. And when you say freehand shot, standing up, yeah, holding just, it. Yeah, standing up, no rest or anything like that. 
especially when your heart's racing and yeah and so when you do see animal yeah obviously super exciting that's why they say buck fever you know <laughs> it's like and you are you're like you know you, you're shaking and yes because you know you might have been well for me it was it was ages before i've you know quite a few um trips out before i you know got onto an animal and yeah, that was yeah. my next question you know you so you're down you get the the little tripod out for your gun. Yep. You're, you're laying down. Yep, just laying out, lying, trying to line up your through the scope. Yeah, racing, you know. So how's your breathing? Yeah, so yeah, one of the things like um, try try and do is yeah, try and control the breath a bit and yeah. you look through your sight. Yeah, you see the animal. Yeah, where are you aiming for? Uh so so ideally the animal's side on. That's the best shot you can take. Um, so that and so you you wouldn't take it front on or if it's facing away from you. Uh, unless you're going for a Texas heart shot, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, uh, but ideally, so it's side on, and then yep. um, yeah, you're sort of aiming around for that front shoulder area, which is um, yeah, the well, yeah, a bit of debate about where you should aim. Um, so the the biggest area with um, the greatest margin of error is like you know heart and lungs. So so yeah, that's sort of just behind yeah. that the, the, the yeah, two front legs. Yeah, behind the front shoulder, or you can even aim for the front shoulder. Okay. Yeah, somewhere around there, but uh, you probably uh, the lower, lower half, or you know, a third of the way up kind of thing. Okay. So around there, um, so, so a lot of people like neck shots. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, or you know, it's a lot of cowboys, uh, you know, headshots are the way to go. But um, you wouldn't take a headshot if you weren't too confident, or you weren't one hundred percent confident because you know you blow its jaw off and it's going to run off and die some slow, horrible death. Yeah. Kind of thing, and yeah, that does happen. So. You've got, you've got the heart and lungs sighted in. Yeah. You breathe in, you breathe out, and then you pull the trigger. Pretty much, yeah. And then what's, what goes through your mind when it hits the animal? What goes through your mind? Well, the only deer I've ever hit <laughs> was uh, I wasn't I wasn't confident that I'd hit it, and it actually yeah because it bolted as I squeezed the trigger. And what did you feel at that point? Uh, well, I was yeah. Um, did you know? Did it? Did, did you see it hit the spot you wanted it to hit? No, and because that's because you get a fair bit of real recoil from the gun. That was my big gun, so you kind of lose it in the picture in the scope. Okay. Um, and uh, so I thought I'd missed it completely, but um, uh, but oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I went to where it was, and I had a bit of a look around for it, and then I realised I'd actually hit it in the back legs. Oh, you're and, way off. <laughs> yeah, 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 way off. Because it moved as I, um, just as I took the shot. Okay. Yeah, it was just standing there. I couldn't believe it. And um, yeah, sat down, lined it up. And and just as just before I took the shot, it moved. And yeah, I took the shot and, and uh, yeah, hit it in the back. I, I think it was in the back legs. And so when I caught up to it, it was, um, yeah, it wasn't um, walking very well. So you walked over to 100 meters away, you'd say? Uh, so yeah, I probably took the initial shot, maybe 100 meters, and so then I so I went to where it was, and I uh, couldn't see it. Blood, um, blood, you can see blood though. Uh, eventually I did, yeah. Well, eventually I saw it, so I did it. Started sort of circling around where I'd seen it, and sort of heading off to where I saw it run, um, and then yeah, then I saw it and it wasn't, and it tried to get away from me a bit, and realized it wasn't walking too well, and I must have hit it in the back legs, and um, yeah, I, I was horrified at that point because because um, it kind of ran away from me again mm. and um, I was like, I oh, know it's going to run off, I'm going to lose it and it's going to die some slow, horrible death over, you know, the next couple of weeks or whatever. So, so yeah, I was horrified and um, so I spent a good hour then just tracking that thing through the bush. Um, Every time I saw you, it would run further. Yep, yep. And then so I was kind of tr- t- 
taken a few like Hail Mary shots at it just because I was just desperate to get it down on the ground so I wouldn't run off and die. And you weren't hitting it? No, nah, so I missed it. I think I hit it in the back again and yeah, so, yeah it was it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and that's why, when, yeah, from then I was always like, oh, I'm not going to take a shot unless I'm 100% confident. But, uh, but you I've, would have been – but if you were to take that shot again, you probably were 100% confident when you pulled that trigger. Yeah, well, it just moved and like yeah. I think, you know, like there was probably that split second of like, you know, should I take – yeah, but I was, I was already, yeah, in, in the motion of, yeah, taking the shot, I guess. So, yeah, so there wasn't much I could do about it. And, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I was pretty distraught and, yeah, raided in my mate and he came and helped me track it. Uh, I was on my mate's brother and, and um, yeah, he sort of calmed me down a bit and he's like, just wait till a good shot presents itself and, and uh, yeah, eventually um, – yeah, help me track it through the bush and yeah, sort of follow the blood trail and yep. come across it and yeah, probably yeah, an hour took me before I managed to yeah get a good neck shot in and okay, so you ended up yeah. shooting it dead again. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. how from how far oh, you reckon? Probably yeah, fifteen twenty meters. Okay. Kind of thing, yeah. Okay. So, but it was like thick bush, which is why yeah I was sort of struggling. Yeah, I'd see it try and take a shot and you know probably hit you know a, a twig would probably deflect the bullet enough kind of thing. But yeah, okay. But um. Yeah, so, yeah, not, yeah, I, yeah, I was, like, felt sick and, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it was horrible, so. Um, and the worst thing was, like, yeah, I ruined the meat by hitting it in the back legs. Yeah. So, the, so the back legs only really got the back straps off it. Okay. Which is still a couple of kilos of meat, but, yeah. You didn't take the heart or anything? No, nah, it's like, um, I wanted to, to practice butchering it and that kind of thing, but, no, I just took, yeah, the head and, and that kind of thing. So, when you when you got to it? Yeah. Did you have a moment with the animal? Um, well, when I first got it, it was still alive, even from the neck shot. Um, and so I put another one in it. I was like, mate, do I, do I, you know, finish it off? He's like, ah, oh, it's, you know, it'll be dead in, you know, a minute or two. But and I was like, oh, no, I just, I just wanted it dead. I felt horrible. So I put another one in it. Did you? And so that's why, yeah, it was like, um, just to, yeah, finish it off. Oh, well, you step back a few steps and then boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah, like ideally, like, yeah, one shot and it's dead kind of thing and i've had rabbits that way okay so that's like uh yeah it's a lot more satisfying <laughs> and how big was this animal uh it was probably small deer so i don't know maybe four feet four foot high or something but okay yeah but you know like you get kilos and kilos of meat off it yeah yeah and then what did you take so you, you so should... I took the back straps okay and then, um, yeah, so and so you head. You didn't skin it or anything. You just no. You cut just the, yeah, slice down the back. Um, pull the pull the fur and stuff off it. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, well you yeah. So the fur is attached to the hide. So you yeah, cut it back and sort of peel it back and then get in and um, yeah, separate the meat from the from the bone and. You took one extra. Yeah, took how many back kilos? Back. You reckon? Probably a couple of kilos. Yeah. Did you cook it up that night? Uh, not that night. So, but yeah, took it home. Okay. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was great. And you took the skull. Yeah, it took the skull. So you yeah. got your you got your trusty pocket knife out and you cut the cut you cut the head off. Yeah, yeah, and then skinned its head and like and that's why I wanted to practice, you know, skinning and that kind of thing. So the head was pretty good and then boiled it out and I didn't want the head so much as a trophy, but I was like, that's when my mate was like, Oh, you're gonna take the head as a trophy. I was like, the last thing I want's like to make a trophy, you know, it was like horrible yeah. experience and, and whatnot. And he's like, just take it as a reminder not to do that again then. Well, you know, to it's a nice mate. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, it's a guy I work for North Road. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, he's a good guy. He was, I was talking about him before. But yeah, right. Yeah, before, yeah. Um, so, and he's, he's an experienced hunter. And so, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, so I've, I've learned a lot from him. Okay. Going out with him. Um, so, 
yeah, no, he's good. Um, and then, yeah, so he got his first deer that trip as well and his brother got a good deer as well. But no, I thought you just needed an experienced hunter. Hey, oh, no, but he's, he's like lots of goats, pigs, things like that. Always uh, A deer always eluded him. Okay. Yeah, and his brother got one. So they, yeah. Uh, oh, they, so you're all successful at hunt? Yeah, yeah. And they, and they were both one-shot kills, like bang, down, dead. Okay. Yeah, kind of thing. So which oh, was, was that, great. Is that in the forest three hours away or was that far? No, nah, that's a bit, yeah, it's about six hours away. Okay. Down near the snowy mountains. So, yeah. And like every time I go out and see deer. Um, but, yeah, but getting a shot on is another time. And I'd been there the year before by myself. Okay, and um, and I had some lined up in the in the in the crosshairs, and but it was um, it was uh, it was two does and a fawn, and I was like, I can't shoot it in front of its kid. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so I, I let them go. But, Is there yeah. a certain size they have to be before you can shoot them? Um, it used to be so there used to be, um, generally no, no, it's um, yeah, you um, yeah, like they're pests, get rid of them kind of thing, um, but this. Uh, when I first went to this forest, it was what they called um, uh, ecological deer management, or I can't remember what the E stood for, but some sort of deer management park. Um, so anything you did take, you had to send the jawbone in for like scientific analysis and whatnot. And so you could only you could shoot does, but only mature males. Okay, yeah. So is that is that hard to see, or you can clearly see what a mature well, male is? And that's is. the other reason I didn't shoot these does because I was like, um, yeah, you know, like uh, I was like it could be young males or. Or it could be females. I didn't know. Okay. But then I saw a young male, and I was like, "Oh no, that's yeah." You can see the dicks pretty easy. Oh, okay. Yeah, pizzle they call it, and um, yeah, a bit of an Adam's apple. Okay, um, but not a different. Like, it doesn't have spots on it or different color. No, no, then they're all different colors. Yeah, this, they come in a few different varieties, even though the same of the same species. Okay. So yeah, so um, yeah, so I just saw these ones like, yeah, is that a young male? Can I shoot her, or is it does? And then yeah, and then okay. I was like, oh, it's got a fawn with it, and I was like, oh. then by the time I'd you know, procrastinated for a few minutes, they were gone. So yeah, I let him go. But yeah, I had those things in the sitting in the crosshairs for a few minutes, trying to figure out if I should shoot it or not. But do you do yeah. you need a license here to shoot? Uh, like, do you need a tag or anything like that? Or are they a pest? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a pest. No, so so all you can hunt in Australia is pest animals. Um, if you if you want to cull kangaroos from a land, uh, then you need yeah they've got a tag system for that. Oh, so you just can't go to national for state forest and. And shoot a kangaroo? Fuck no. No, they're national they're protected species. Oh, so, yeah. So you can cull, so many you, of them. I know, but you can, you can get permission. If you're a farmer, you can get permission to cull kangaroos. But yeah, and whether or not people do or not, I'm not too sure. But I'll tell you yeah. the farm I went to, there was yeah. no permits. Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, people go out <laughs> shooting roos. It um, was destroying his land. Yeah. He was just like, I'm shooting these things. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But... um. I honestly thought kangaroos were free reign. No, no. Uh, no and I thought he would have been the ones you need the yeah, tag for. No, no, because they're, they're pests, and so they do a bit. They do actually a bit of damage. You know, they'll eat all the the new growth and that okay. kind of stuff. They have got hard hooves, um, so they, uh, you know, soil erosion that kind of thing. Um, so, for example, my sister lives on five acres, yep. base of the mountains. Yeah, there's deer that comes through her property. And you're just telling me about this now because <laughs> so you can so just a five acre block cannot can you just go and shoot? Oh, I'm not too sure. I think it's about how it's zoned, um, yeah, how big, like how close your neighbours are and that kind of thing. Like, does she have neighbours? Five yeah. acres isn't very big, is it? No, I mean like no, but five acres is not big. But at the back of her, like, so she's got a, a big front yard, a house, a big backyard, and then beyond that is just. 
uh, probably three acres, which is not big, but like of just nothing. And then behind her is just land. Yeah. Okay. But then on her right, on her right side, you can see a house. Yeah. But on the left side, you can't see a house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you were confident that they weren't going to dob you in, you'd probably get away with it. Like, I, I think as long as, as long as you're not posing a danger. Um, yeah. I've, I've looked up the rules. They're a bit vague, but. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so but yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Sorry, but maybe, maybe not. But maybe off the body. But yeah, but, uh, but I mean, you could definitely bow hunt them. Oh, you can definitely bow hunt them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, shouldn't be an issue. Maybe I'll go put a a blind in one of the trees and. Yeah, well, yeah, let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has a tree house up there. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is your sister, you said? Yeah, at the yeah, back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Big right. flying fox of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you get to it, you take the you take the head. What did you do with the head? That's the uh, head up there on the wall. Yeah, so yeah, just um peeled all the, the face and you know, all the skin and meat off. And, at the uh, site. Yeah, yeah, and then sort of um just uh, boiled it out, so boil all the brain and meat out. You brought it home and did that suburbia? Uh I did half of it there and then put it on the roof and yeah, put it on the roof. Yeah, it was in a game bag just on the roof. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so you could kind of see what it was, but yeah, drove it home. I didn't want it in the car, it'd probably stink. Yeah. It's my old man's four wheel drive. But um yeah, I was talking out the back backyard and yeah, they actually the neighbour leaned over. It's like, what are you what are you cooking something up? And I was like, that's boiling a deer head. She was a bit horrified, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And you yeah. ate all the backstrap? Yep. Yeah. How did it taste? Excellent. Yeah. And when you were eating it, did you feel uh Anything? Do you go like, oh, like this is a bad kill, or? Um, no, it's like, um, no, I think I think it's 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 nice to have that connection to where your food comes from, you know, like fishing and that kind of thing. Um, I actually, know, so, when talking about that, just to cut you short every second. Yeah. I well, there was once when I was out fishing, and this fish wouldn't die. <laughs> I yeah. thought I killed it. Put it in a bag. Put it. In, it was. I was in my boat. Yeah. And five minutes later, the thing started flapping around like nothing yeah. else. And we we're like, "What the fuck?" And then <laughs> ended up just putting a knife through its brain again, mm. and it went just dead after that. Yeah. But then we scaled it, guarded it, cooked it, and I felt bad eating it. Yeah. Well. Well, I, I was like, oh, "Did I kill this thing?" And it was just a few nerve endings going yeah. off, or like, did I just not kill it properly? I felt worse about wasting the rest of the meat, like, okay, you know, and that's always been a thing for me for hunting. It's like if I take a life, I want to, you know, have it go to something, you know, make it worthwhile, kind of thing. Yeah, to eat it, um, you know, because I'm, I'm a meat eater. I buy most of my meat from a supermarket, so if I take a, you know, a pest animal, I'm a doing the environment a favor, and b, um, you know, that's one less cow that's gonna die at a slaughterhouse. So, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I was more disappointed that I sort of wasted the meat by taking a bad shot. Okay. And Did the uh, other guys take the, their whole deer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so um, so the first guy, my mate's brother, uh, yeah, back straps and legs, which is yeah most of the meat. Okay. No um, organs. No. Nah, so you can get the back straps and legs without the back legs without um, skinning and gutting the animal. Okay. Which is a bit of an art in itself. Um, so that's kind of the easy way, the gutless method. Okay. They call it, but um, so and that's. Fucking heaps of meat, yeah. Is it? How yeah, many kilos are talking? I don't know. But I carried one of the legs back, and I was struggling over, you know, like uh, probably you know four or five hundred meters back to camp from where he shot it. It was 
not struggling, but you know, it's like I see those little toothpicks you're walking yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, the, you know, the strongest guy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I was like, it was, it was heavy. Yeah. Okay. But that's that's with the bone in and you know hide on and that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. So he took it back, carried it like that, and then he sort of boned it out and cut it up. Okay. Hanging, hanging from a tree. So none of you took the hides. No, and I would have liked to. Um, no, actually, sorry, my mate did. He took, uh, so he took the, so, so my mate's brother, the one that took all the meat, um, so, because he's had a mad pair of antlers and that kind of stuff. So he took the whole head um, and then the the hide to the to the back and he got it mounted. Okay. When he um, got back to Sydney. Okay. Um, yeah, but my mate, he shot his right on dark and, um, and he thought it ran away. So it was pretty funny. He was out, you know, like, you know, stalking, being quiet, all that kind of stuff. It was there on to like, uh, sunset pretty much and because um, that's when them they so you know first light last lights when they come out to feed and that kind of thing um, and so yeah he stayed out realised he'd lost he, he didn't have his head torch with him and was worried about finding his way back to camp in the dark yeah. so he was running back to camp <laughs> and then came around the corner and saw th- you know three or four deer just feeding there like you know 50 80 metres away from him uh, sat down laid down took the shot and then, uh, but he thought it ran away, and because it was dark, yeah. Uh, and whether it dropped and he, and he um, misread it, or it just did a lap around some little trees and came back, it was exactly where he shot it. But oh, he yeah, couldn't yeah. find it at that night because he, he didn't have his headlamp. So he came running back to camp, and then we went out the next morning. Oh, you uh, left it overnight. Yes, because it was quite cold, so it was fine. But um, but yeah, when he was uh, open up the thing, I think he nicked the guts because because it had blown up overnight. Okay. And so he nicked the guts and he was a bit worried. That kind of ruins the meat. So he just got the back straps as well. The head? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think it's still in his freezer actually. Yeah. The, the whole <laughs> thing about two years. Yeah. Later. <laughs> so it's like, he's got like a chest freezer. Okay. Uh, I th- actually, I think he finally got out and processed it. But okay. yeah, it was in there for a good year, I think. Jesus maybe. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. The, uh, so since then, that was two years ago. You haven't caught another deer since. Um, no, so so that was not last April, the April before. So that's when like uh, the deer are breeding. So that's when they get a bit, uh, you know, focused on their goal and, and a bit less focused on self-preservation. Um, so around April, that April, late April, early May. Okay. Um, and so this year when we went out, uh, we're going to go out that time. And um, so I was just like, oh, I'll just go to the one next door. It's, you know, got to, <laughs> and sure enough, yeah, it's like, yeah, half the people and, yeah, and not so, and uh, deer everywhere. So okay, yeah, I was like seeing deer every time I went out. But okay, yeah. but you know, like you'd walk around the corner, spook them more. How big do they get here? Um, so down in Victoria, so you got like your samba deer, um, which aren't uh, they the ghost ones? Yeah, ghosts of the bush. Yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah, super hard to hunt. Uh, they're originally from India, so like the, um, you know, they've evolved to avoid tigers and shit like that. So they're super switched on, and they just like live in the craziest terrain. Okay. And, um, and you know, up high, you know, in the in the alpine, subalpine okay. areas of Victoria, and those things get as big as fucking horses. Like, yeah, they're crazy. As big crazy. as horses. Yeah, they're crazy big. Yeah, I could show you some photos. Wow. Yeah. Same kind of fur. Yeah, so you got to hide in fur, and yeah, big antlers, and okay, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, Would you go um, up to do like water buffalo? Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, so yeah, um, I'd probably need a bigger gun. Those things, but is that right? Yeah, because uh, like, yeah, like you, you kind of want to stop them if 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 you shoot them, like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to like wound it and have it come around and charge at you. So 
kill you, you know, kind of thing. So, are they the biggest things you can hunt in Australia? Uh, probably, yeah. I think you can hunt camels, so they're probably a bit taller, but they're, they're probably the most solid things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting for sure. Would you? Would you? Um, hunt big game like would you go and hunt an elephant for example um probably not no um i mean where do you not ethic okay where do your ethics lie on that i mean like you see some some of these african villages yeah hey buddy <laughs> how you going we got yeah. looks sunny in here yeah, go back out with mummy. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> you, you saw a camel in here. He got scared. <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Edit that out as well, I guess. <laughs> um, ethics, yeah. So... But some of these African villages, they yeah. have a problem with elephants. You see, like, genuinely, like, their elephant is ruining their crops and they're like, we need to get rid of it. So instead of them killing it, they'll... They'll put in, they'll, they'll auction it off, and then they'll get the meat. Yeah, and and they'll also get you know three hundred grand from a rich dentist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yes. I I yeah. actually don't see a problem with it because they're going to kill it regardless. They may as well get some money for it as well. Yeah, yeah, and and same with like lions and that, and you know, like we're all brought up on Disney films yeah. and and that kind of thing. So there's a certain, um, you know, you have a certain. I guess connection with those sorts of animals, and they're kind of off limits. But yeah, hundred percent exactly what you said. Um, so like, and, and and a lot of that money is supposed to go back into con- you know, conservation and that kind of thing. So, sure, you actually, yeah, like, and that's what people's arguments are. Like, um, you know, fifty grand for a lion goes yeah into the village. They're going to kill it anyway, um, because yeah. it's a it's a pest to them. Um, yeah, so it's like yeah, but whereas fifty grand of conservation. Because yeah. I think you know people arc up and the hunter, the hunter's argument is, well, are you going to pay fifty grand for, donate fifty grand towards conservation for lions, kind of thing? So, yeah. it's yeah, it's kind of a bit of an oxymoron, but it's uh yeah. W- it's, would you would you would you do that? No, nah, I'm brought up on Disney films too. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could shoot a lion or an elephant, but I, I don't I don't really have a problem with it as such. But I don't think I could do it personally. What about like in South Africa? You see those um. There's high fence operations yeah. where they're breeding four hunters to kill them. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Not not my cup of tea. And and that's like um, yeah, I, I, I like I like the hunting more than the killing kind of thing. So it's like I like you the like challenge. the bushwalk. You like yeah, the bushwalk. Yeah, yeah, I like being out in the bush. You know. Um, so there's no hard feelings when you come back with nothing. No, no, not at all. Like, um, yeah, no, not at all. Um, and I think the last time I was out and got on and saw a game with some goats and. And I was happy that I, you know, I could have taken a long shot that I, you know, I may or may not have been successful with. But after my deer, I was like, nah, I want to be sure. So I was like, yeah. oh, I had, um, so I just put a stalk in on him and, okay. you know, across the gully and up a thing and just try to see how close I could get and probably got in 10, 15 meters of him. And, and you still didn't take the shot? No, again, it was, it was a nanny with some, with <laughs> some, some young ones. I was like, I don't want to shoot in front of its kids. So I was like, I was waiting for it and I didn't have a, a steady, it was like on a steep hill and I was kind of facing uphill and, Okay. I had it in my sights. I was like all over the shop and excited and a bit out of breath from climbing this hill. So okay, and then I was, so I was like, oh, I'll try and get a, a better. I'll try, I was trying to get a rest, and uh, so I tried to move a bit, and then they they saw me, which yeah, I was surprised I got that close to them. But okay, yeah, um, 
so yeah uh, but you know i was quite happy just to have done that and and whatnot i like the yeah like i said like the hunting not necessarily the killing have you have you got yourself into any sticky situations um not really got saying i got bogged in my old man's four-wheel drive but that was <laughs> that was nothing um, too serious um like were no, you pretty, physically in danger you're in the middle of nowhere you've tripped over something nah so i'm pretty careful like um so i'm, I'm worried about snakes i've only ever seen one snake out um brown no, I don't know what it was, but just crawled back under a rock. Okay. Um, but um, no, like, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty careful, especially when, if I'm by myself, I'll take you know, an EPIRB and that kind of thing. Oh, you have an EPIRB? Yeah, yep. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'll take a, you know, CB radio in case I, you know, could try and radio out. Yep. Um, like I said, yeah, I've got first aid kits, base blanket, you know, fire starting stuff, you know, yeah. enough water, so... Yeah, more about preparation. But no, so not really. I'm pretty trying to be pretty careful. Do, so do you get somewhere, set up a camp, then go walking, then come back to that camp? Yeah, or yeah. And so that could be like, you know, like I've done like, you know, like, uh, you know, five k's away, like found a good camp, a camping spot and then a hunting spot that looked a bit close. And, but it was like, yeah, it was like five k's away and you okay. know, probably 300 meters of elevation change. And Are you quite conscious of that? If you if you do go five k's away and you do see something yeah. and you're on, you're on dusk, Will you shoot it? No, nah, and then that was um that was half the reason why I didn't shoot those ghosts because like fuck it, I carry the fucking thing back out if yeah. um, if I had to. But um, but um, I try and do like early morning stuff and stay a bit closer to camp in in dusk. So I don't want to. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do a five k, um, walk after uh, in the dark. Okay. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty dark out there. So I stay close to camp. Um, do you on your satellite maps or whatever you got? Do you mark your camp and then yep. so you can find the camp wherever you are? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've had to do that coming back to camp, just kind of looking at it and, yeah. pointing, okay, walking that direction kind of thing because you're just going through the bush. But Yeah, yeah. Um, but you've never got lost. No, no, no. That would um, be my fear out there. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, <laughs> and um, he talked to you know the other guy at work and um, he's, he's got like satellite watches or you know, GPS watches and things like that and I think he's a bit paranoid about Oh, is he? Yeah, being but yeah, it is because you're out there, and then like, yeah, I've had some moments where like, fuck. I'm He's got a lot of meat on his bones. He'll survive a night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I hope he listens yeah, to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I've had some moments like, fuck, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, it's kind of dark going through the bush, and yeah, by yourself. So yeah, I try and be a bit sensible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any advice for any uh, – we're going to be going for an hour, hey? Are we? Yeah, okay. Yeah, too easy. All right, sweet. Uh, any advice – like if somebody wants to get into it, like what would you say? Like, yeah, do it. Um, yeah, great if you've got someone to teach you, you know, that's probably the way to go. Um, otherwise, some really good like um, sort of tutorial-ish kind of vids on YouTube about um, – If Jimmy didn't teach you – well, I didn't learn much from Jimmy. I probably <laughs> but he got you in there, got you yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, like that's probably half the battle, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, would you go with a guide for the first time? Um, Are there guides around here? Um, yeah, I think I was, I was looking through the shooter mag, and there was someone like that would do sandbar guiding. There's definitely people that um do um you know yeah 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 guides. I think. Okay. Um, and sort of like courses. I've done so. I've done some courses through um Australian Deer Association. Like, done a course like a butchering one. Okay, and um, and then just a general hunting education weekend. Okay, um, which is kind of pretty cool. But um, but yeah, the, the best advice is just to get out there and do it, and like and that, that that's how you really learn. You get out there and you know see some sign, and 
yeah, it's a couple of basic principles like, you know, don't, you know, you hunt into the wind. So, yeah, know, okay. The animal's eyes aren't too good, but their sense of smell is and, and hearing's pretty well, good. Well, you got to so. learn that before too long when they keep on bloody smelling you and running. Well, you probably wouldn't even see them. You know, they'd smell you long before you got to them kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. so you hunt into the wind and, uh, you know, uh, walk a little, look a lot is, um, you know, pretty much your, your basic principles that, yeah. yeah, get you by. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's uh, the advice and, yeah, just get out there and that's what I mean. But if you're just out there to kill things, you're probably not going to have much fun. But if you enjoy the whole hunting experience, then it's all right. Yeah. Just one last question before I go. Yeah. I've wanted to ask you for a while. Can you go hunt in New Zealand and bring the meat back? Like, what's the situation I, I there? I think so. I think you can, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% clear on it, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, some good hunting. What about in like the US? Can you bring the meat back from there or not? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you. One last thing: Would you kill a bear? Bear, probably. Good eating, I think. But yeah, um, the ones eating the berries. Yeah, the ones eating the berries. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes like blueberries. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. But um, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. But when you scary. kill the bear, give me the hide. I want the hide. Yeah. Well, if I'm taking the hide. Um, yeah. Then it's it's it's, it's going to be right here. It's a rug on the ground. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah. If I ever get a deer again, I'll probably, I'll probably take the hide. But yeah, okay. like tanning it and all that's a, a massive process. So tanning yeah. the hide. Yeah. Do you have to tan it too? Yeah, you can't just yeah, because it's got flesh on it. So you got to you know, scrape all the flesh off and whatnot. And um, yeah, uh, and dry it out. Dry it out and then yeah, tan it. Um, so you use chemicals to tan it, or um, or uh, or. Every animal has enough brain. You use a brain to tan it, and every animal has enough brain to tan their own hide. You, well, you, you, you rub the brain over it. Yeah, into really. The hide, yeah, yeah. It tastes better on the chemical ones. You get like a soft, pliable sort of. Yeah. So you take the brain. I'm not 100 percent sure of the actual process, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you take the brain out of the animal and then use that to tan the hide. And every animal has enough brain to tan their own hide. How many guys are doing that? Uh, not a lot, but I'm. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it was like um, you yeah, did like the the survival course. They were into that. And, okay. And doing that and like yeah, you know, like yeah, the hides you could put through the washing machine and all kinds of stuff. It's uh, if yeah, you just rub the go. brain over it. Yeah, like, I'm not sure of the process, but yeah, I'm sure there's more to it than that. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's the, the basic idea. Yeah, but you can just buy a chemical tanning kit from the, you know your local hunting shop and tan it that way. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah, enough. So, yeah, I'd like to do it, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm more, yeah, more interested in getting the meat off the animals. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let's go fishing. Yeah, yeah, take <laughs> me out, man. I'll take you hunting one day, you take me fishing. <laughs> All right, thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, no Much worries. Appreciate it. Fun. So, that was the show. Hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned a little bit of hunting. If you didn't like hunting, hope it's changed your mind towards it. Not too sure if I'd buy a gun and go hunt, but I can see why people do it. Okay, if you enjoy the show, tell your mum, your dad, your grandfather, your grandmother, your dog, your cat to listen. If you want to reach out and ask me a question about anything, give me a give me a follow on social media at the Wandering Posty. Or on Facebook, which, let's be honest, who checks Facebook these days? Or at thewanderingposty at gmail.com. 
think I've covered all bases there, all socials. Um, I'm too old for Snapchat. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Be kind to someone. Go buy someone a coffee. Or just say good day to a stranger in the street. All right. See ya. <laughs>